This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Promises Behavioral Health. We're pumped to partner with these guys. Promises is a family of mental health and addiction treatment centers based out of Nashville, Tennessee, and they're ready to help you or your loved ones stay committed and achieve your promise of recovery. Now, there's a lot of treatment centers out there that you can reach out to for help. How do you know who you can trust? Uh, always a good question. That's where Promises comes in. Uh, I've personally worked with some of the team at Promises. They're great people. They care. Many of them have family and friends in recovery themselves. Uh, and they also have highly trained staff members throughout a variety of treatment centers. To learn more about Promises treatment options near you, go to promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash sober guy. Or you can call 888-205-1890. That's 888-205-1890. Tell them you heard about uh, Promises from That Sober Guy podcast. And I want to give a shout out to the Promises team. We love you guys. Hope to come visit you, visit you guys soon. And be sure to check out that page, promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash sober guy. They did a great job putting it together. And all the info you need is right there. Also, let me tell you about Clean Cause. Clean Cause is an organic, sparkling herba mate, energy drink rich in minerals, amino acids, and naturally occurring caffeine. There's only 30 calories per serving. There's four flavors, peach, raspberry, lemon lime, and blackberry. Uh, they taste great. You get a crash-free energy boost. Here's the best part. 50% of all Clean Cause drink profits support recovery from alcohol and drug addiction. So get 20% off your first order by going to www.cleancause.com and entering the promo code SOBERGUY. That's cleancause.com. Enter the code, enter the promo code SOBERGUY and get 20% off your first order. All right, let's start the first show of the new year 2020 and of a new decade. And uh, let's do it proper. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy Podcast, and we help people stay sober. Be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can connect with us on Instagram, at Real That Sober Guy, and on Twitter, at Shane Raymer. I got the lovely Jess in the house tonight. What's up to Jess? How are you? I am great. I think I ate my dinner too fast. My stomach hurts. Yeah? What'd you have? I had steak potatoes and some broccoli brought to you by Shane Raymer. It was damn good. I had to uh, explain to Cash what the steak was and how they killed a cow to uh, to get the to get the steak. We prayed over the steak though. Oh my god. I prayed for prayed for the happy life of the cow. I hope he lived a fruitful experience. Well, you know you better hope that he did because if oh, you I do. ingest that stress. I know. I don't it want any of that. your body. Yeah, it was weird hearing Cash actually ask, where does this come from? Oh. Because yeah. we don't think about that stuff a lot. He asks that sometimes. Yes. Anyways, beside the point, what's up? Thanks for putting this together tonight. Jess actually put this together. I titled it, The Jess Interview Shane to kick off the new year, but it's actually a recap. What's it called again? A year in review. A year end review. A year in review. Oh, year in review. <laughs> a year in review. I've never done one of these before. So I was quite excited when Jess said, you know, you should do a year in review and He's I will like, ask uh, you some questions. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty much what I said. Uh, before we do that, I want to tell you about some upcoming guests we got coming up. We got a bunch of good things coming up. Uh, comedian Nikki McCollum uh, to talk about her new, her new book, Dry Run. 
We've got Dr. Adam B. Hill. He's the author of Long Walk Out of the Woods, a, physici- a physician's story of addiction, depression, hope, and recovery. Uh, we also have former NFL player and keynote speaker Marcus Ogden coming on the show. And then uh, my good buddy, former addictions counselor and nutritionist uh, from goodandhealthynutrition.com, uh, Chris Bevwika, and he's been back on, or he was on back on episode 250. So uh, we got lots of good uh, guests coming up, lots of good content for you. So stay tuned for that. And thank you again uh, for being part of the show, being a part of my recovery, part of our family, really, right, Jess? I mean, this really is the sober guy family, and it's just uh, pretty awesome. Yes, totally. Love it. Well, a quick sum up of the year. We put some notes together. We put some thoughts together. You, you got some questions uh, uh, to ask me, I guess. And like I said, I've never done this before. I'm usually on the other end of the microphone. So I'm going to let you just kind of take it away for a minute here, Jess. Okay. Please do. You're a well, pro. All right. Um, I just thought it'd be fun to do a, you know, sum up of the year and kind of see a little taste, a little look into Shane Raymer's life and... Mm-hmm. Um, behind the podcast type situation and what it takes to uh, kind of run a, a a biz like this and a podcast like this and kind of get a little a little inside info from the guy <laughs> well here's the answer i have no clue <laughs> yeah i know and i, I know absolutely as, no clue what i'm doing as i was writing out these questions i was thinking like okay i already know what he's gonna say like to that to that to that to that and most of it was like i don't know i have no idea uh god's grace i don't know what i, know. I, I don't know what i'm doing <laughs> like i know it's funny. it just happens and it's true well, it is, and we'll kind of get into a little bit. So, yes, we write out some notes. We take some uh, some talking points to kind of get us started, but who knows where the heck this path is going to go down. Uh, so, I don't know. Take it away. What's your first question for me? Okay, so first question. Um, what was what was the, uh, the one thing that really stood out about the podcast for you this year? Mm. All right. <clears throat> So here's what I know. I don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've decided that. Um, the other thing was the importance of the newcomer to recovery. So if you're new out there, um, number one, congrats on taking that step saying, I'm about to quit. I'm about to stop for a while. I'm about to give this up. I'm done, you know, drinking, whatever it is that you're going through. Uh, because the importance of that Uh, for your own recovery, number one is huge, but also for guys like me with a few years or, you know, guys that have 10 plus years or guys or gals that have six months, it doesn't matter. We're all kind of in this together. And I think that's the one thing that stands out to me uh, for the year is just how many messages and, and emails and people I met and people in meetings and uh, just everywhere that are either struggling themselves or have somebody who is struggling. And it really, um, it really made me proud to be able to have a platform like this where we can talk about it. And uh, I don't have to have all the answers because uh, I don't really know. And uh, we can have some fun at the same time. Um, you know, I was telling, I was telling someone close to me who took, took him to a few meetings this last week. And I said, you know, you may think I'm helping you, but man, thank you for getting my butt back in the rooms again and getting to some meetings and stuff too, because that's huge. It's a big part uh, of it. So 
I know that's a long-winded answer. Are you I'm zoning kind of, out I'm over there? I'm kind of trying to figure out what your answer actually was <laughs> in that one. Uh, the thing that stood out to you was just how many newcomers and new people and mm. and emails and... I guess something that stands... It's not that. It's or no, you said <laughs> that it was the... <laughs> the uh, how many people know somebody or is somebody that is well there, there's that and i guess it's just uh, i guess it's just uh one thing i realized is that there's just so many people out there who are going through it you yes know? that's one thing that stands out and i know that's not really specific to the podcast i mean i don't know yeah. are you looking for something more specific like what give me no, an example whatever. of what well, I, I, don't I don't know, know what an example would be. I don't run the podcast. I just burped up some steak. What was one? Okay, next question. I mean, you're kind of sucking at this so far. I'm oh, thanks. Question I appreciate Question number that. two. <laughs> you should just continue being the interviewer. <laughs> um, what was a challenge? What was a challenge for you this year? Not necessarily the podcast on this one. So you're free to speak uh, openly about life. <clears throat> what was a challenge for you this year? Well, I mean, I don't. Do you got a pen and a paper so I can list them all out? I mean, there's <laughs> lots of challenges for sure. Um, man, just just living, <laughs> being a dad, being a husband. I mean, all that stuff. Being um, sober. There's all kinds of challenges. I think one that really stands out the most, and all those things that I mentioned too are very rewarding at the same time, but they definitely have their challenges, man. One of the big things that stands out is, uh, ego. You know, I, I really felt like this year, uh, and last year, last year meeting, uh, last year meeting 2018. So actually that would be two years ago. Cause we're in the new year. Uh, but 2018 through 2019, I just really, I just really was like, so you hear a lot of people say like, oh, I'm driven. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make something like, like I, it's like you have something to prove, like you're not good enough, you know? So there's a lot of insecurities that I think were really deep down and there's, there's probably still some there that, you know, I need to work on too, you know, who knows? But I think that there was a lot of stuff still in there and like very subconsciously I was trying to um, like fill those by attention and like feeling like I was doing these like big things to, you know, whether it was through my job or through the podcast or, um, you know, and, and it really wasn't the things that I realized that were really important being a, being a dad, like my, my marriage, our family, like those were the things that are really important that I should be striving to like be the best at. And at the, and I was kind of on the opposite end of it, you know, and I think there's a, there's kind of a line in between that where, yeah, you know, everyone wants to be successful. Everyone wants to make make a good living so they can support their family and do the things that they want to do and uh, that and be able to, you know, have the things they want to have and give the things that they want to be able to give to others and all that. But at the same time, like, what am I sacrificing for that? And I was sacrificing a lot of headspace. I was sacrificing a lot of time. And my ego really, really got in the way of that. And it's really, it, we all have egos. And it's so hard to see that ego because many of us, including myself, I would say, oh, I don't have an ego. I'm a pretty humble guy. Like I don't, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, um, arrogant and, uh, you know, I, I try to do the best I can, but really deep, deep down that ego is like so alive and it separates me from my soul. It separates me from my spirit. It separates me from my relationship with God because I think I can do everything. 
And here I go even trying to talk like I know what the shit I'm talking about. I really, I really don't, you know. I think I'm, it's okay for you to, you know, because you always stop yourself and I don't know what I'm talking about. But it's okay for you to admit or say that you do know what you're talking about because you lived it out or well, you lived Well, that's the thing. My experience. Something. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I can only share my experience. And that's a good point. I'm glad you bring that up. When I start getting to a point where I'm trying to tell other people what to do or I'm trying to live outside of that. You know, that's when it really becomes a problem. And the ego thing for me was like, oh, yeah. And this is tough for me to admit. Yeah, I got this podcast and like, man, you know, we're doing these things and we're doing these live events. And like, it's easy to get caught up in all that stuff. And really, at the end of the day, man, we're just a podcast like and a platform trying to talk about recovery and help some other people. And there's nothing better. Like I can sit behind the microphone. It's another thing I realized you know, one of the challenges I can sit behind a microphone all day and do digital work and, and stuff, but there's nothing like getting out there and being it, you know, at, um, at groups, being in meetings, being at church, being at, uh, even conferences or, um, just the grocery store, wherever the heck, and just talking to people like being face to face, like we're really missing something. I feel like in, uh, you know, in our culture today, because everything is so digital. So as much as I love the digital, I'm so grateful to be able to do this platform, to put out this podcast right now. At the same time, we got to get back to being people who can be out in public, who can who can uh, connect with one another on a human kind of face-to-face level. Does that make sense? Yes. Proximity. Proximity. You got to scoot up on the mic a little bit. You're a little far back there. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say kiss it, but you're more than welcome to. Um, okay. So was there a time in the podcast this year that you felt a shift in what you had expected or planned to happen? Um, so like as you're moseying along, all of a sudden God has a different plan and you're like, wait, what? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, Man, I just, I feel like that, I feel like I changed my mind a lot. <laughs> I feel like there's lots of peaks and valleys. Um, but, you know, it kind of just comes back to that thing. Like, I just really realized that shift was like, it's not about, it's not about me. It's not about what I want to do. It's not about um, these goals that I have or these, you know, I want to take I want to do this. Like, it just, I don't know. It just well, got. Where's the line between, you know, having goals and doing something with them versus, <clears throat> you know, I guess ego, like you're I saying. I get it. And I, and I, to be honest, I don't really know. That's a, that's a tough question. I don't know that I have the answer to it. But what I do know is that when I do the next right thing and I live in the moment and I try to do it, just take it kind of like one day at a time and have a plan for that day. I'm not saying I don't have longer term goals, but my longer term goals are definitely dialed down at least right now than they were last year or the year before. And I feel that that goes back to that effortless effort. You know, Buddy and I talk about that a lot, about getting on that wavelength where I'm going with the flow, I'm doing the next right thing. That to me is true faith in God. If I really trust in God and I trust that he will provide for us, for our family, for me, for my recovery, for everything, like that's all I got to worry about is just doing the next right thing. Those goals, those aspirations, those whatever you want to call them, those things will work themselves out because I'm on the right path, if that makes sense. I'm on the right path. I'm doing the next right thing. And those things will 
or, or maybe they won't. Maybe that wasn't the, maybe that wasn't the plan in the first place. You know what I mean? But for me to get all caught up in my head about, I need to do this by, you know, this, and I'm, I know it's a tricky question because we hear that a lot. Well, you need to set, you know, time frames and have a, have a goal date and that. I'm not saying that's bad stuff. For me, I don't know that that necessarily works well all the time. Mm-hmm. I have to be really careful about when I do that. I need to make mm-hmm. sure I'm talking to people about it. I need to make sure I'm open about it because I can get pigeonholed in this, um, this tunnel vision of just straight obsession mm-hmm. and it can absolutely ruin me. I you know, and that, that's, that's what scares me going back to drinking is getting caught in that. So moment to moment in, you know, just being in, being in the moment is, is where it's at for me. And, and I'm really coming to realize that. Yeah, I can relate to that. If I get too specific on my goals, like this new year coming up, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I got to get my goals. I got to get my timeline straight. You know, what, what's happening? There's things I want to accomplish, whatever. And the more I think about it, I'm like, wait, what's the best way for me to approach this? You know, mm-hmm. I, I because if I do it like, you know, um, you know, this friend does it or this person has suggested or whatever. If I do it a certain their way, I, I get way too off track. Totally. And, yeah. You start getting in your own head. Oh, man. Then you jump on. Not you specifically. Then we all not, do it. Then it's not more. It's not even about accomplishing the goal. It's about <gasps> making the perfect journal planner thing you know what i'm saying yeah that's not how it works (laughs) it's not even about accomplishing the goal it's like making sure that you're doing all the things along the way and then it's it's like obsession central i think brody wants to go inside brody's sitting here growling know what he wants he's he's, okay well let me ask you this question can we go can can we go back to can can, can i finish can i finish okay (laughs) can we go back to the to the to the challenge for you this year because I, ha- I just really yeah. fast, it's not anything about the podcast. Yes. One challenge for me that I'm so pumped on that I'm, I'm so stoked on it that I want to go back to the question is CrossFit. Like that's been a that, CrossFit. Cross, I need to get a CrossFit uh, sample, huh? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe like Ben Stiller from Dodgeball when he just goes crazy. I don't know that that relates to CrossFit, but it's, it's right. But that's been a big challenge. Uh, and I'm not just saying physically. Of course, physically, it's a challenge. I was fat and out of shape. Oh, I was out of shape. And I was skinny fat. <laughs> little, be- little pot belly going on. You know, this was at the dad beginning. The be- yeah, I had dad bod. Big time dad at the bod. beginning of last year. Right? You and did not. Well, it wasn't. I was not in shape. Okay? And it's not just the physical thing for me. Yes, that's a part of it. You know, I want to be healthy. I want to be strong for my kids, for you. Um, I just want to be a good example. I feel like God's like provided, you know, and and blessed me with this body and I've taken advantage of it and I beat it up for a long time. And it's like, I really want to be able to sit in it and take care of it. Now it's very sacred. It's, it's a temple, right? They call it the temple. And it's, um, you know, it's important to me. So this year and last year jumping into CrossFit, it was, it was a big challenge in the beginning, the mental, you know, the mental phase of it. Um, I'm 38, you know, I was, was I, th- I think I was 37 when we started, but, um, you know, it's like, you have all those questions like, damn, am I too old for this? Am I out of, sh- I'm way too out of shape for this. Am I going to get hurt? Like, am, is this stupid? And, uh, you know, last week I bought my first pair of CrossFit socks and, uh, <laughs> oh over at Vacaville CrossFit Vacaville North, shout out to those guys in Armada strength. They're just hooking it up over there. Just mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. All the team over there, the They're coaches, great. the community, you know, it's been great for our family mm-hmm. and uh, I'm very grateful for that. 
And, uh, you know, so that's been a challenge, but it's been something that I've like stuck with and I'm not going to, I'm not going to quit on it. I'm just going to keep going through, you know, the challenges, sore days or like a positive days I don't want to go. Dude, it's, you. yeah, it's legit. And, um, I think actually, uh, uh Trent and I are going to do a podcast here soon. So we'll be talking about some more CrossFit, how you can get some info about it, how you can get hooked up with it if you're interested in it too. So stay tuned uh, for that. Right. Yeah, I do feel you on the, you know, taking care of your body. And I feel like God has a calling for everybody and he really needs everyone at their best, you know, in their best way mm -hmm. possible. You know what I mean? What and that means like eating, you know, um, physically, whatever you're doing to really be able to walk out that plan. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. And it's been very fun. Uh, okay. So, oh, okay. We already did that one. How many times do you think, okay. How many times do you think you went off the outline of the show? And, you know, because I know that every, every show you like to <clears throat> plan it out and have an outline and outline rightfully so. Sometimes you do go just off the cuff, but you always like to have an outline. I'm pretty sure you always write notes and I wonder how many times, if any, have you ever gone off the outline? And also, have you regretted it? I've gone off many and no, I never regret it because I feel like it's real. You know what I mean? That's that's real. Sometimes do I say stuff that I'm like, why did I say that? Absolutely. We're our own worst critics. But I feel like that's when I can have the most fun. I can be the most free. I feel like I can get going on stuff and really like just feel my spirit come alive when I can actually mm -hmm. express myself and just not care, mm -hmm. you know? So that's a big part of it. The outline, I mean, yeah, I want to, I want to have an outline to help kind of guide me through. So that way I can make sure that you guys listen out there actually getting something out of this. Um, you know, I don't want to just sit up here and, and blab about, you know, nothing. The whole yeah. It's, well, yeah, I do a lot of blabbing too, actually, <laughs> but I think there's a balance in that, you know? Um, when it comes to having guests on the show, that's a different thing, you know, like, um, I'll usually have guests set up and I'll know a little bit about their background, but I try to learn about them as much as I can with you, the audience, like why, why you guys are learning about them. I'm kind of learning about them too. And I kind of help to set that up. So I don't really have a lot of prearranged questions. Like when I have guests on either, it's pretty candid, pretty live and pretty raw. I think that's a good way to keep it. Um, here's an off the cuff question. How oh, okay. many cherry pies have you eaten this year? <laughs> this year I have not eaten any. What? The whole year? Woo! Where's your, your applause? Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is um, impressive. But, uh, I almost bought said, you one. It's, it's only January 8th, so. <laughs> oh, this year. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you want to go into last Good year? One. Well, yeah, I was thinking about, yes, this is if a year I, okay. in review of 2019. So if I had to guess... How many cherry pies I ate in 2019 and took the boxes and <laughs> threw them over the fence so you wouldn't see them and then later on went around to the side yard, picked them up and threw them oh in the garbage can God. out of pure shame for my hostess cherry pie addiction. I would probably guess, man, throughout the whole year, I'm going to say... Uh, in the hundreds? No, 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 okay. no way. All right, okay. I'm going to say uh, maybe 17. Oh, maybe? what? 17? Yeah. yeah. Ouch. 
Hey, that's more than one a month if you average it out over the course of more the year. More than one a month. They're like, you know, two bites. Well, I know, but I, I mean, that's some progress. I'm, I'm impressed. Now, now ask me how many, uh, yeah, how many Hostess Cupcakes Oh, Oh, we're moving on up <laughs> to the filled Hostess uh, Cupcakes. Ask me how many Hostess Cupcakes I've had in 2020. How many? One. Oh, so, I don't know. Those are weird. They get all in the back of my taste buds and they get all like super sweet and tingle my taste oh, buds. Oh, they're so good though. The cream filling. Too, oh my God. <laughs> I like to eat one whole cupcake I actually cupcake like the hard bite. frosting. That's oh, yeah. where I'm so at with good. that. With some ice I cold water. I don't like the, um, mm. the cream filling. I only like the... Save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> okay, so Eddie. I... Uh, so the, the cupcake thing though... Um, it just reminded me of something else. I ran out of gas the other day and the, and the cupcake comes into this just really fast. And you then we'll get back on to your cupcake questions. When no. In the car. <laughs> so one thing I've learned is that, uh, I still don't handle ses- uh, stressful situations. Well, when things don't go my way and I had an experience a couple of days ago, I rushed over to the bank to, uh, to deposit a check at the end of the day. And, uh, I went back out to the car and I was sitting there with the car on and I was answering a couple emails for work. It was just, you know, um, you know, in the evening time and I wasn't paying attention at all. And all of a sudden the car started to run out of gas. (laughs) (laughs) I know who does that. Right. And so I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And I don't know what to do. So I'm like, I kind of put it in drive, but I'm like, there's no way I'm going to go anywhere right now because the car's like sputtering. It's like, you know, it's not going anywhere. So I throw it back in park. I turn it off and I'm just like, shit. I'm 15 again. Yes. Totally. I'm twi- no, it's more like I'm in my 20s. Again. How could I do that? I start beating myself up immediately, right? God, you idiot. How could you do such a thing? How, how, do, you know, what's oh, your, pro- you know, just totally hating on myself, right? I and knew so that was happening. I sit there for, I, I, I did that for a good minute, right? And then I finally kind of got, got my crap together and I was like, okay, it's not a big deal. It's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> You're still dumb. What are you going to do? How are you going to fix this, right? So I made the mistake of calling you. <laughs> Who does that? The gas station was just a block away, probably less than a mile, maybe half a mile. I should have just did what I ended up doing, walking over without calling Jess. But I called Jess. I just ran out of gas. What? No. Immediately. He said. Yes. Hey, what are you doing? And I thought, okay, he's either going to ask me to come have dinner with him or something's up. Because like sometimes they're like, hey, what are you doing? You want to meet me at blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, something's up. I said, I'm cleaning up the house and whatever, whatever. I was like super just doing the thing. And then he's like, well, I ran out of gas. <laughs> and I'm like, you ran out of gas? Who does that? <laughs> Who runs out of gas? I did. And then you proceeded to. Blame you. <laughs> <laughs> Admittance. Well, excuse me. You were the last person who drove the car and you didn't put any gas in it. Yeah. So that's immediately. Well, I'm pretty sure you were the last one to drive the car, so there was no gas in it. Then I said, "Oh." Immediately reverted to blame. So this is my fault. <laughs> classic. I mean, that's that way of it thinking. Is classic. It's that's that way of thinking. So you know. Even- and you know, here's what's crazy about that too. Before Shane was sober, 
that is exactly what he would do. Oh yeah. He would blame me for everything. He'd come home at 4 a.m. He would blame me for it. He would, you know, I would find a hidden bottle in the whatever and I'd say, what the world, blah, blah, blah. And he would blame me for it. Like it was always a blame game. And so it's kind of crazy. And I'm not just, you know, totally bagging on you right now. I'm saying that like, um, (laughs) it's crazy how even when you are sober and in working a healthy recovery, you're, alcoholic tendencies still try to creep in and unless you're in a healthy place where you can stop it admit it and you know call it out like it could get bad again you know well see and that's what happened number one you called me out oh hell no fool you ain't blaming me what do you you know and you you, and i and then it took me about a minute maybe and i snapped out of it and i went oh and i tried to i tried to probably change this oh i wasn't doing that i was actually just whatever and then finally i said okay i'm sorry yeah it's not your fault. It's my fault. I said, but I, and I wasn't mad, but I said, look, I shouldn't have even called you. I'm walking to the gas station right now. I don't need you to come here. It's fine. I shouldn't have okay. called you because I knew your ass wasn't going to come get me or do exactly. anything. The hell you ran out of gas? So I walk over and I, the, the cupcakes, here's part of the cupcake story. This is why I'm telling this in the first place. I walk to the gas station. I get a gas can. I fill it up. I come back to the car. I proceed to pour the gas. Oh, it took me forever to even figure out how to open the damn gas can, which I was pissed about. It like cut my hand. I couldn't get it open. I had a paper towel. I was sweating. I was getting all pissed off. You know, and I'm laughing. It's good. It's good. I can't believe you got to be kidding me right now. You got to be. So I'm doing that whole thing, right? I'm trying to open. I finally get it open. I go to pour the gas in and it literally starts pouring out of the bottom of the car. And then I totally freak out again. I call Jess and go, it's cold. It's pouring out of the gas. There's a hole in the gas tank. My dumbass didn't insert the gas. I mean, are you kidding me? I didn't insert it all the way in the gas tank. And that is why the gas can. So eventually I figured out the rocket scientist that I am, how to put the, the, uh, the spout, the nozzle all the way in the gas tank. Put a gallon of gas in there. <laughs> cleaned myself up for a minute. Called ga- me. Gathered said, myself. Oh, turn around. <laughs> turn Never around. mind. You don't it's need what- to come here. There's no. I immediately started going to the worst case scenario too. There's a hole in the gas tank. Oh, oh my yeah. god. We're gonna have to spend all our savings on putting a new gas. Oh, what? It, that's yeah, immediately I, where I, I went. I totally know stressed out. I could tell in your voice, and that's why I was like, okay, did you put it all the way in? Yes, I'm pretty sure I put it all the way in. That's what I knew. He didn't, no. I want to be very clear about something, folks. This was like two days ago, okay? (laughs) So no matter how much recovery you get and all all this stuff we talk and... You know, we do our best, but we're human (laughs) and we all go through these things. So, uh, you know, it's part of it. So we're going to get back to the questions here in just a second. I drive drive over to the gas station. Okay. (laughs) I'm finally relieved. Oh, God. I deserve a cupcake. (laughs) I sit there. I I go, you know what? I'm getting a damn cupcake. (laughs) I walk in. I pay for the gas. I grab them hostess cupcakes. I'm happy like a kid in a candy store, baby. I walk on out. I put the gas in the car. I I start filling up the gas tank and I sit in my front seat and proceed to mow down to hostess cupcakes. Oh, they were so good. (laughs) They made me feel so much better stuffing my pain and and sorrow and anger and frustration and now joy. Well, I'd rather, I would tell you that I'd rather, I'd much rather it be a cupcake than a, a bottle of whatever. It doesn't change though, right? Vodka. Those, those things, those 
cures for those feelings I couldn't feel in that moment. I did actually, I felt a lot in those, you know, that 30 minute time span or 45 minutes, whatever it was, but I still revert back to filling things mm-hmm. for satisfaction to and deal with peace. some of those oh, things Lord. and stuff. What's up, Cashy boy? Hi, buddy. Oh, Cashy, okay? see, we're, we're recording at home tonight, and Cashy boy buddy? looks like he's got to uh, take a help? leak. You got to take a leak, bud? All right, go ahead and go, dude. You got it. Close that door, pal. (laughs) He's got his elf on a shelf, Jamie's on. I'm going to give you another question. I'm going to go check on him really quick. All right. Real quick, Clark. Uh, Okay, this is a good one, actually. Uh, Was there a specific time this year that you were so grateful to be sober? Was there a specific time this year that I was grateful to be sober? I'm going to wait till you get I'm going to wait till you get back to answer this one. Because there's a lot of grateful times. I mean, yeah, I'm grateful every day to be sober. Am I conscious of it every day? Probably yes. <laughs> um does it come up more than usual or more than average in some days versus others? Absolutely. Um, if I really had to think about it, man, I'm going to wait till Jess gets back to answer this. So what are you doing right now? Are you driving? Are you walking? Are you working out? Are you dancing? Why would you be dancing and listening to this? I don't know. Are you, whatever you're doing right now, I want you to take a moment and stop, collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow to the extreme. I rock a mark like a vandal, light up a stage and watch it jump like a candle. Dance, caress the speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Wow. Vanilla ice. What do you think? I'm sorry, audience, (laughs) that I left. That's what happens when you leave me alone with myself. Oh my God. Cashy boy is the sweetest boy in the whole entire universe. Is he good? Do you take a leak? He got back in bed yeah. or what? All right. Yeah. So you asked me, was there a specific time this year that you were so grateful to be sober? And I, I did want to wait for you to come back for this because I think that just at the end of the year on, uh, you know, this holiday break, I was really grateful to be sober. I've been in more meetings this, this last week than I've been in in months uh, and that's to my own doing, you know, but um, I've been able to help a couple people just by sharing kind of what I've been through and how I've kind of navigated some of this stuff and been able to connect, um, you know, some people with some other people and and just kind of just be open to letting God work through me, I guess, is the, the way that I really like to look at it. And um, I realized how how happy I am to be able to have had, you know, an opportunity to do that. Because if I was kept going down the path, I was going down, you know, a little over six years ago. I don't know that I'd even be alive today. I definitely wouldn't be married. Um, I definitely wouldn't be, you know, the father that I am today. Um, any of that stuff. So yeah, really, really grateful towards the end of the year. I think it kind of all came together just during, during the holidays. And, uh, I think it, it just, kind of hit me along with a lot of other things, you know, the ego stuff I talked about earlier, just, you know, putting in, putting in the work, you know, just trying to 
Just trying to live, son, as Devin the Dude would say. Just trying to live. One of my favorite old school albums that's very inappropriate, but very great at the same time. Okay, but if there was like a time, like one specific moment where you were like, <laughs> sorry, where you were like, <clears throat> oh, I'm so glad I'm sober right now. For mm, this. Okay, well, you got to tell me that. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it's clearly, <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed well, your I, answer. So, I so but listen, a specific there, time there is a specific time that I'm thinking of, but I can't, and I'm not going to share okay. it on, on the okay, podcast right now. Then. Just, but let me, hold on, but let me think of a different one real quick. And that's just only, you know, due to, you know, and I'm a nid- 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 yeah, personal stuff <laughs> for other people and stuff. But um, that's why I kind of use the general idea. But one oh, specific time, um, yeah. one okay. specific time. I don't know. Let's come back to that one. Yeah, if I, I can think, think you're good. As it I think you answered up. it just perfectly, perfectly answered. Shut up. You answered. You got all the things right. <laughs> Did I check all the boxes? <laughs> Um, okay, so how will you approach the show moving see, forward like in the new sometimes. year? I feel, see, I get really caught in that. Mm. Like, I feel sometimes like I have to have the right answers for stuff. You don't. And I know that's the right answers, but I, I, I'm trying to be a better person. And in doing that, it, it helps me to not go backwards, but I feel like a lot of the backwards stuff is still who I am. Like my foul mouth sometimes, you know, it's just very candid and open and like, it's hard for me to not talk like that sometimes. Well, I think that in the years that you've gotten sober and you've been in recovery and all of that, I mean, that's kind of how, what happens, you know, that's, that is who you are now, you know, like the language language and that dead. Well, no, I mean, yeah, maybe. And then I try to have the corporate answer, you know what I'm saying? Or the the, the right answer, you know, and I don't want to ever do that. And it's hard not to sometimes um, when you feel expected to almost. Sometimes you, know? you have to, you know, sometimes you have to die a little to live a little, you know? And so it's kind of like what, you know, what can you let go of in order to expand or, you know, grow? What is it that, you know, you, you can let go? Maybe it is a foul mouth. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know what else it would be, but, you know, different ways of thinking or going about things or handling things, things like that. That's okay to like, you know, kind of die to that and then take on something new, something different. What is it that's going to help you grow? And, and then as you're going through the years, you're picking up a lot of that stuff and then all of a sudden you become that person yeah. and that's an okay person to be. And that's kind of where God has you and that's who he has, you know, that as you're walking along those years in sobriety and recovery or whatever it is for you, you know, God's building you up in that. And then that's when he uses you, you know? So whatever your thing is for anybody out there, like, you know, you're just, you're picking up little bits and pieces, bits and pieces, letting go of the other pieces. And then all of a sudden you're, you know, well, yeah, you said that picking it up a little bit at a time and it definitely is just this life is just a process. I'm realizing. Yeah, we're never going to gonna like, get to the finish. I line. will never arrive. Like there's not like this, you know, grandiose um, day I when did it. I'm done. It's just it's just constant process of like change and adjusting and mm-hmm. trying to be better and then taking a step backwards sometimes. And then like mm-hmm. um, it's crazy, though. And like as far as the foul mouth thing goes, like I just. You know, that's a big thing that I go back and forth with in my mind because like I want to be 
you know, I want to be right by God and I want to, I know the, the, that the tongue is powerful. You know what I mean? And I know that our words are powerful and what we say, I, I always go back to intention. You know, what are your intentions behind stuff? Um, but I just, even if I'm just more conscious of it, the way that I speak, the way that I speak to people, the way that I, you know, carry, um, carry myself, I guess. I don't know. I just, I just want to, I want to feel like I'm constantly getting a little bit, um, better. Yeah. And I think you explained it too about, you know, I know cussing has been a big one for you for whatever reason, but like, you know, like that, that is something that you just kind of naturally it happens, you know, you, I don't know. You just, you pick up, you put down, you pick up, you put you, you know, and it's It's not, and it's not even like cut. It's it's not even so much like the, like I'm not going to cuss because it's it's not that. And I don't, I don't do that. You naturally kind of, don't it's just the habitual like f-bombs and every other word is like a a cuss word and like it just it just started doing something to the my heart that it just didn't sound right anymore you know what i mean like it just yeah living a different life totally different you know now i don't know how else to describe it i'm not saying that okay so this is funny dumb if you cuss either right i don't like you like i cuss still too but i'm just like it's just it's different for me one of the girls in my group we were chatting (sighs) about something and she said that um the that god knows my heart and the devil knows my vocabulary Mm, that's good yeah (laughs) i'm like oh that's that's pretty funny that that was funny. God knows my heart and the devil knows my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never heard that. And it makes sense. So moving forward for the next question, mm-hmm. um, what, you know, with, with all that being said, the pick up, the put down, the new person, the, you know, kind of building a new you type situation, shameless plug. Um, how will you approach uh, the show moving forward in the new year? How do I pro- approach the show moving forward? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> and there it is. That was folks. very profound. Right? <laughs> um, will it be anything different to come to mind? Will it be exactly the same as you as you have always done it? Will it be? Well, I know? mean, I even started changing up the the format on this episode, you know, just, um, doing our sponsor promises, clean cause, like right in the beginning, a little bit of format changes. Oh, oh, I just just mean like, you know, how are you going to approach it? Are you going to approach it with a, what kind of attitude? I just uh, approach it with a giving service attitude. Like just, this isn't mine. It's not mine. I'm not Smeagol with the podcast. My podcast. Yeah. Are you going to, I'm going to do the best and best. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that. Like, I don't know that I've ever done that, <laughs> but precious. yeah, but like, I'm not going to obsess over it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm so happy and, um, you know, pretty damn grateful to be able to do this. I do this for a living. Like, you know, I don't ever talk about this, but by starting sober guy, like I was able to take this idea and move it into like a fortune 500 company and do podcasting for like a huge company in California. Like that's what I do for them internally, like, you know, a podcast. And so to be able to, you know, do that, I have to remind myself that often, you know what I mean? That it's pretty damn cool. I'm pretty lucky for that. Pretty cool. 
I guess to answer your question, see, now I'm getting all insecure right now. Why? Because like, it's funny. Here's some irony in this. I feel like Alanis Morissette should be playing right now. Mm -hmm. Isn't it ironic? I'm talking don't about in the first part of the podcast about it's how like Brian. It's, <laughs> please don't sing. You know I love you. You can do anything, but I got don't a sing. Microphone and everything. <laughs> no, but in the first part of this podcast, we're talking, and and this is true to my heart, no doubt that it's not about me anymore. Like I've learned, you know, and I continue to learn, and it's it's been a a, a, a nice awakening, you know, as of recently, and at the same time. I start getting in my own head right now as we're recording this and I'm like, wait a minute. I just said, it's not about me. And we're like doing a podcast and you're like interviewing me. It's like about me. Oh you know my I mean? god! That's the kind of shit that like my mind yes, I know. And like that's does. What, like, and mm. it, it, it will totally mind F me and just like, I will start and then I'll be like, I'm not even putting that podcast out. Oh my god. We're not doing it. We're re-recording it. Like I would literally, if Jess wasn't here right now, I'd probably scratch this whole thing and I probably wouldn't even put it out. What do you, you think know? that's about? Self-worth? Dude, I'm just a I'm just a weirdo. Like I'm just a weirdo. I'm sorry. I, mean, I get it. Like I get it. I get it. You know, but And that I think goes that to show you I don't know. Like the 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 like what I do know is I don't know. It's shit. just fun. It's fun. It's just fun. And people, you know, like See, to and hear I can dig that. things and, you know, they, <laughs> people like to hear things. I'm a tripper. People like to hear things. Do we got any fun questions? On podcasts. Like, ask me some fun questions. Not that these weren't fun. These were great questions uh, you came up with. I tried to think of some fun I, ones, but I, I couldn't. I just feel like I'm getting okay. to. How many shots whenever. have you taken this year? <laughs> How about that well, one? Well, at least one a day. How many times did you crumble <clears throat> your toilet paper? Maybe never. in a hurry? I don't ever crumble it. Maybe I don't you crumbled care. I'll be late. Like you, know you had to late. hurry up and like crumble and wipe. I'm a folder. I don't ever crumple it. Is it crumble or crumple? How many? How many toilet papers do you roll and lay on the... <coughs> Um, bathroom counter. Well, it depends if I'm going to take a shower right after, which is usually the case because I try to time it. That's disgusting. If I'm not going to take so a you shower. don't wipe your butt. Oh, no, I always wipe it. No, but, but gonna, you don't wipe it as many times if you're going to get into the shower. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it's as disgusting. extensive as a job on it. I'm not going to do a detailed or a detail oriented job on the wipage because I'm going to be hopping in the shower and I can rinse. That's that. disgusting to think that there's feces on the bottom of my shower floor. Uh, there's not, there's not feces on there, but I'm just saying it's like when you detail a car, you know what I mean? Like you just take it through the car wash or do you take it through the car wash and then you stop and you like shine the rims up? Do you do, do you put the air, fr I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, I'm not going to do all that. I'm just going to put an air fresher up your butt. That's disgusting. If you want to, is it soap? I mean, yeah, if you can. Okay, next question. Well, I also want to know that now that you're using the dude wipes. Oh gosh, the dude wipes. Amazing. Does that eliminate one fold of toilet paper? Please tell well, me yes, because you go through toilet paper like an insane person. <laughs> okay, so here's my process. <clears throat> if you're still listening to this. Um, I like to do a pre-fold, okay? A pre-fold. Angel, Angel Soft, preferably non-scented. Charmin um, is my favorite. Eh, Angel Soft guy. Um, like to do a pre-fold, <clears throat> get a good solid wipe in. 
with the dry toilet paper. Then we move over to the dude wipes. If you haven't found dude wipes, uh, they are at your local grocery or store or Target. Santa brought some for cash. Yes, he did. And dad. So I got a pack of those dude wipes. Then I'll go with the dude wipe, maybe one, two, or three, depending on the extent of the uh, experiment. Detailing. <laughs> and then we're going to follow it up with the dry one. Oh, a follow-up. So that leaves two folds. So two now folds, that three, we have explained wipes. the process of the dumpage. Wiping of the arse. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's that. Letting the cat out of the bag. Hopefully my grandkids never hear this. <laughs> Hopefully your daughter <laughs> is never embarrassed by this. <laughs> I was uh, listening to your dad's podcast and he was saying that he wipes his butt like five hey, times. Everybody, you know, so here's a good point to this. People freak out about like <clears throat> celebrities or people who have power or money or athletes or CEOs, whoever. I've always thought like that dude... Or that lady takes a dump just like I do. It's disgusting. And who the hell are they? I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but we've got to get over this fact of um, worship. Is it worship or war? I always say that wrong. Worship. It's not worship. It's just worship. Worship. We have to get over the idolization of people because people are going to let us down. Because people poop. (laughs) For real though, and I will that guy say takes that a dump yes, just like, like me. So he next does time, take a dump just like you, but the folding and the dude wipes may be different. He yeah, might even oh have yeah. a bidet. I mean, maybe he's got you his know? own process. He might have sure. a shower in his toilet in which he just has to shower his butt. But the point is, don't ever let anybody make you feel less than or weak or smaller or anything because of the amount of money they have. It doesn't matter. Does not matter who they are, what they do. Doesn't matter. We're all in this weird huge circle spinning in outer space we're all in this toilet spiraling down in the whirlpool of just like flush. this podcast is doing right now <laughs> let's move on to the next question please <laughs> okay last 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 question. one all right um what is so sometimes we like to start off the year with a word okay a word that will maybe specify what this year will bring what is your word for the year and how do you think that it will serve you i have three words i don't know if that's i love you i did have a word though i do love you but i did have a word uh it was intentional but i actually changed it i actually changed it recently is that Mm. okay can i do that yeah totally i mean you can't like you know, you can't like change it throughout the year. No, I'm just, this, this really sums up everything and it's love. Like I just want to love people right where they're at, like for the whole year. That's and, a good one. People, places, things. Um, I don't want to have opinions, judgments, like any of that crap. Yeah. I just want to love people and just be. What you was your first word? It was intentional. Yeah. And I think that that was not in line with your... But it kind of was, you know, because you've been mentioning how you really do just want to like, I just want to chill. I just want to love. I just want to keep, you know, help people a lot about like proximity and like being with and around helping people that are near him and that kind of thing. And then it was like intentional. And I thought, yeah, that's good because he was being intentional about 
what he wanted to do. But I think that that also can bring a little bit of kind of like, you know, um, striving, like, you know, intentional, like I have to be intentional about like all my yeah, things. That's and, exactly what I was talking about in the beginning. That's the not a healthy place to be. Well, you know, it's not a healthy place for anyone to be, but also I don't think that was in line meant with what you really want to do. And so I think that love is perfect. We hear a lot. I got to make it happen. I got to make this happen. Or we think that I got to make this happen. Like I want, no part of that just somebody tell me please like how do you have goals and intentions and things that you want to do and accomplish but not be like i gotta make this happen like uh, what what even does that look like because i don't know prayer for me i think it's just tons of prayer and tons of trusting god and just being like okay lord if you want me to do this guide me tell me what you want me to do you know but even that it's like you want me to do this tell me where to go and then you're like, you know, it's like, geesh, it's a rat race. It is. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's easy to get ending. caught up in too. But also I, I love the drive of that. You know, like I'm, I, 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 I always want to be doing something, you know, yeah. like, do you feel that? What do you oh yeah, that? definitely. I have to, that's, that's the weird thing. That's why it's so hard. I think for me is like, I have to be doing something. Yeah. If I was to not be doing any like of this always stuff, creating. I would go into a deep, dark depression yeah. and would probably, I don't even know. Okay. Like for real, if I wasn't able to create stuff and like, right. I don't necessarily know the podcast or music, I don't know, something. I have to be doing something. At the same time, it's like, it can really be an enemy to me if I let it sometimes. Well, you know? I think that, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, but I think that's where the enemy comes in, you know, and uses that against you. And that's why it's a very, uh, it has to be a very healthy balance of like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? Okay. How do I balance that out without the enemy coming in and saying, oh, you should be doing more than that. Oh, you're not doing enough. Yeah. You know, the lies. I'll tell you one thing. Tell me. I'm really excited to get in bed and watch Cheers with you. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. I was just not introduced to Cheers. I've always known what Cheers is, but I never really watched Cheers, believe it or not, until just recently. And one night, a couple of weeks back, I saw it pop up on Netflix like a boner in sweatpants. And I was like, hey, <laughs> Walmart sweatpants. Let's try Cheers. And man, now I see why that show is just I don't know, beloved. something like nostalgia, nostalgic about music. it. The music, so even the, the, um, the, like, the the way they had like the recording of it yeah. like the way it sounds when they're i don't know it's well, just here, so like <laughs> the thing I that i love why. the most is that and I, I i haven't even watched a lot of it yet i've probably seen maybe 10 episodes and there's like yeah. a whole bunch of seasons yeah but i love that back in the 80s they were having somebody who was sober that on was a show. unheard of it was totally unheard of you know and yeah. I, if i would have known that you know earlier in my recovery i definitely would have watched cheers in i had no clue i'm a total noob so i know there's probably people out there listening go what you know you didn't know that yeah. like no i i didn't know you know and and so to have that happen this is a it's a new thing for me it's pretty cool everybody cool. knows your name do, 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 do. all right anything <laughs> else we want to you know I, we didn't get to today the amount of emails um, and and personal messages, both digitally and in person, that we've been um, talking about and dealing with in uh, spouses and loved ones who are struggling uh, with people who are in 
that active, you know, alcohol addiction or addiction. Um, is it just, is it the end of the year thing, the beginning of the year thing? I mean, I know it tends to get pretty busy during that time around new years and, and the holidays and stuff, but it was just crazy. Like Jess and I went through, you know, something real personal and, you know, and then at like literally the next day in my inbox, there was just like multiple emails from spouses of people who were really struggling um, with their spouses or their loved one who was stuck in their addiction. And uh, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is we want to make sure that the loved ones don't get forgotten mm -hmm. and that they're, um, you know, you're a loved one, Jess, right? Like yeah. you're married to a person who struggles with addiction and, you know, you can get forgotten that, especially in the early stages, really easy. So I just kind of want to point that out. If you're listening to this and you're out there and you got somebody who is struggling with it, like there's a lot of resources. Um, if you go to that sober and click on get help, um, there's all kinds of stuff there. You got promises on there. You got uh, AA meeting finders or 12 step meeting finders, celebrate recovery, Al-Anon for those of, uh, that are um, spouses or loved ones. Um, yeah. I just want to point that out. What were you going to say? No, Nothing? I was going to say Al-Anon. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think you're right. I think that's really good. It's good to know because I think a lot of the time that, you know, we can get caught. We, when I say we, you know, like, you know, us that support, our addicts or people that are in recovery or whatever. And, um, we can get so caught up in championing them on and yeah. making sure they're sober and oh, I don't want to rock the boat. So I'm not going to really have any non-negotiables or I'm not going to, you know, do the thing. Um, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rock the boat. I'm not going to yeah. say anything. I'm not going to do the thing. And I don't want him to drink again. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to put all my focus on him and, getting him sober and in the meantime we're forgetting that we have um you know uh, our own stuff that we have to work on because we were living with this you know addict alcoholic for so long and storing away our stuff and you know resentment and all of that builds so so I don't know, yeah let, let me ask you and thank you for interviewing me even though i, I don't know um it was great. How it was, but it was great. It was a little different for me, as you, I'm sure you can tell. You but did great. Let me, uh, let me kind of end on this, and I want to ask you something, if that's okay. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I think it was Johnny Knoxville, and he wiped a turd on someone's face. That's and like, I don't know if it was Jackass or old skate movie. I can't remember. I think it was. Oh, it was CKY 2K back in the day. That's what it was. Um, but uh, or maybe it was Bam, one of them. Anyways. Wow. I want to end. I know. I want to end this <laughs> with a question for you. Okay, what do you do? What is your take? What is your experience that you can share with someone out there who has a loved one who's struggling with that? Is that any? I mean, what what would you say to that? And um, you know, you answered a couple emails, or at least one of the emails I think I included you on, um, and you had some really really good good things to say in that responded back i mean what what are your thoughts uh my thoughts are i feel like this is like a whole nother uh, podcast situation well maybe we need to make it that then so give a brief answer and what we'll do ladies and gentlemen is we will do an episode coming up soon on just uh dedicated to the spouses or the loved ones of people who are struggling with addiction does that sound good yeah okay i thought we were going to do a series let's do it we can do a series you want to do it in like 
February or March. I, I don't know. I'd like to get, um, um, oh gosh, I'm totally draw. Uh, Sherry Gab, Gabba. Yeah. yeah. I want to get Sherry Gabba back on the show. She was from celebrity rehab. Um, and she was on last year and she's great. She's got a lot of good codependency stuff and dealing with someone. She was, you know, in a marriage herself, um, so yeah, we'll get her back on. We'll see if we can get some other guests or something, or, or maybe we'll just do Jess and I, who knows? That would be fun. Yeah. I think that it's super important <clears throat> for the spouse of someone in recovery or not in recovery, actually either one, um, for someone that is living with somebody in their addiction, it's very important to strengthen yourself. There's nothing that you can do to change this person. You cannot force them to go to the meetings and to get help and everything else. But what you can do is strengthen yourself and take yourself to the meetings, take yourself to the community of people, talking out loud about it. You know, that kind of thing is really going to get you into a place where when you you know, have your non-negotiables and you go to that person, to the addict or the um, um, alcoholic and you say, these are the things that I need you to do. If you're not able to do them, this is the consequence. You really have to be strong in that and feel strong in yourself that you are able to follow through with those things and um, make sure that that consequence is something that you can really stick to. It's not like, oh, and you're out of here or something. I mean, if that's what you want, then that's something you can stick to, then that's that. But always making sure that it is something that you can really, you know, um, stick to. And just making sure that you're you're focusing on yourself, you know, um, and, and if, if you're um, loved one is not getting help if they are getting help either way you go do you boo boo do you boo boo and you. making sure that you're strengthening yourself and getting strong in your own self because there's a lot of stuff that you've been through there's a lot of stuff that you've had to deal with there's been a lot of like mind effing going on you know what I mean from the other side so it's just really important to kind of remind yourself who you are um that you do matter and that uh you know you also need a sense of recovery as well so it's just kind of like a little bit it's good thank you it's good what uh where can folks find you at Jess if they want to uh follow you on Instagram I'm on Instagram. Uh, this is us six one six. I think. I believe it is. This is Guess us right. at this is us six one six. Give Jess a follow. Um, man, thank you for coming on. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for together the uh, outline, doing a little all that good stuff. Little year in review. I yeah, know it was very difficult for you. <laughs> it's a little to tough. A little tough. Be interviewed <laughs> and give up control and talk about yourself. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> but not, I think not that, a fan. you know. It was fun. Well, thank you guys. I hope something spoke to you guys today. Uh, share the podcast with a friend. Check out Promises. Uh, go to promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash sober guy if you need some help. Or you can also call. Uh, where did I put the number again? 888-205-1890. Thanks to Clean Cause. Oh, check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can hit me up on Instagram at realthatsoberguy. On Twitter at Shane Raymer. Peace, love, respect. Shout out to humans. Love this jam. Keep your blood clean.